0: Hello and welcome to Multifamily Investing Made Simple, the podcast It's all about taking the complexity out of real estate investing so that you, my friend, can take action today. I'm your host, Anthony Vecino of Invictus Capital, joined by Dan the Tantrum Kruger.
1: Mm. For you listeners, yeah. that weird noise was me having a visual <laughs> a tantrum meltdown. for the viewers. This guy, so, he just can't handle himself. And if you weren't how does, aware...
0: How does Coco have a tantrum? Does she, does she throw
1: she actually she throws like the mildest she's like the most chill baby like her upset she only like really cry cries if like it's like once in a very blue moon if there's like a serious problem um define but serious like interest rates are rising yes she's war, like war in Ukraine. uh no like teeth hurting elon musk buying tes- uh, twitter he i'm was? okay with that actually oh yeah well, he's on the board right He's on the board. Yeah. He owns, what,
0: 9% or something? Like
1: that? that should make Twitter better. I'm cool with it. Um, <laughs> everything he
0: touches seems to get better, so co- maybe Twitter cannot suck. Put self, him on right? the board of everything. Yeah, he's on our board. Bet you guys
1: didn't know that. He um, doesn't know he yet. He doesn't know that either. But, uh, <laughs> so, we are putting his name on things. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that might get us sued. We're not really. That he's was not a actually joke. on the
0: board of directors or anything like that, so just you know, don't add us. Anywho, let's uh, let's get to the meat of t- today's entree. Um, a couple years ago, we helped an investor save, I don't know exactly what the number was, but let's say $250,000 in taxes. He had, here, here's, let me lay the groundwork. Um, we were closing a deal. I think this was granted Goodrich. It was It was granted Goodrich. Was. Okay. So this was November, 2020. We were closing before the end of the year. I got a, a buddy comes to us and he's like, Hey, I got like $200,000 of, uh, if I don't wipe this out, I need depreciation. If I don't wipe this out, I'm gonna have a big tax bill.
1: I think the tax bill was about two hundred K that's what it was. was.
0: So And so he's like, I need two hundred thousand dollars of depreciation. We're like, Ooh, good luck. Okay. <laughs> that's you a go. lot. Um, <laughs> yeah. So um, with about only a couple of weeks before the end of the year to get this thing done, uh, we scrambled in having conversations with his CPA, our CPA, and and found a pretty interesting solution that we had never known. Like it wasn't on our radar before that, mm-hmm. um. So we want to share that story and the solution that was that was found, um, that was interesting, um. But then we'll also share a, a way to get it done way easier, um, at the end, way way easier. And then uh, before we do any of that, just remember, guys, we're not tax advisors. This is not tax advice. It's not financial advice or anything like that. We're talking taxes over here only through the scope of our very limited experience.
1: Yeah, we're just telling you a story. We're telling you a story happened to us for entertainment purposes yeah
0: and, and we may not actually tell it entirely accurately because it's been, it's been a while it's
1: been two years yeah. and
0: so our minds are foggy have you seen us
1: yeah <sighs> i try to forget everything immediately after it happens mm-hmm. I Find it just keeps life more interesting but yeah. yeah um yeah let's let's kind of explain what the heck's going on here so for for most of, for, for those of you that don't know uh commercial real estate and in the residential space, anything above five units, you have the ability to accelerate depreciation, which means that instead of dividing up the value of the building over 27 and a half years for apartment buildings, or if it's a different type of property, it might be 30 some years, uh, instead of taking that depreciation over that long of a timeline, you're able to accelerate that and actually take the vast majority of it in the first year with something called bonus depreciation. And so we do that on all our properties because it gives a, a great tax benefit to our investors. And for that reason, a lot of people when they need to clean up a tax bill look to real estate and that's what uh our our buddy did with this uh situation so he came to us like you said in Mm -hmm. a couple weeks before we're closing it's november and he had you know less than six weeks to yeah. get this all squared away. So he didn't know the IRS 200 grand.
0: So here's, here's the thing is when it, we, this was a syndication and we had this thing fully funded. Um, yeah, we were
1: done. We were done, <laughs> like we were, days. we were through, there was not any more, there was no more room in the deal. And, the, and all the paperwork, all paperwork, the docs, everything. everything was done. And this guy wasn't in there. At we all we either, had, to, so. oh
0: man, this, uh, yeah, this, this is bringing back some bad memories. Now like <laughs> you're we, getting we, triggered now. If you've
1: ever had to have a legal <laughs> team,
0: like rewrite documents, Within, in December before the end of the year. It sucks. The whole thing. Anyways, in a syndication, passive investors do get to you know benefit in the depreciation, but it's usually pro rata to their level of ownership. So let's say you invest, a say, $100,000 and the capital raise is $1 million. So you own 10% of the LP and let's say the deal is 75-25 to 75 going to the LPs. That means you probably own somewhere around 7 or 8% of the entire deal
1: which entitles you to about 7 or 8% of the depreciation, right? I think the I, was, I think the simpler way to explain it is typically people see about on the low end 45 to 50%, on the higher end 60 to 70% of whatever they invested coming back as a loss on their K1. Yeah. That's typically what happens. So, so if you put in 100 grand, you might see 50 or 60 grand of losses. So you can showing. imagine
0: in this situation where the guy needs to wipe out 200,000, let's say, at, that, at those numbers, he's he's going to have to put in like 800,000? Is that is my math
1: right? No. Both no. that.
0: What's that? About half Oh, $400,000. Yeah. Sorry. Carried the one. Never do math in public. It's bad. Anyways, <laughs> so he would have had to put in, like, and the capital raise itself was only like $1.5 yeah, So he would have put, like, we already had the deal full. It like, was full. There was no way that that, that was going to happen. Um, so we're like, well, what else could we do? And the solution that was, was found was, well, we could bring him into the GP, which we didn't want to give up gp shares because that's how we get paid right like so to bring bring him in we need to make it a very nominal amount um so i think we gave him like point was less than something yeah Yeah. it was very 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 small fraction of the gp now as coming into the gp we are able to funnel our depreciation the depreciation that we would have been entitled to which on this deal would have been about 30 percent of it right let's say the ownership split was 70 30 or 75 25 um, so we could funnel that all to him. So he'd get all our depreciation, which would go a very long way mm-hmm. to helping him cover the thing. Now the nuance here, and I don't remember exactly what the verbiage was, but effectively he had to carry risk yeah. in order for him to participate in the GP and us for it to be able to funnel the depreciation to him. So he actually needed to indemnify us. So Dan and I are signed on the loan with the bank, which is recourse. And so what he pretty much did is wrote a side letter that says, hey, I'm indemnifying those two. So if they default on it, like you can come after me, mm-hmm. and I'm—it's pretty much a double recourse.
1: Yeah, there needs to be a there needs to be a risk of loss in order mm. to get the benefit of depreciation. That's really the 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 IRS nuance that you need to have. So either you put in capital, like an investor does, and they get their pro out a share per how much capital they put in, or uh, they take on some other risk of loss. In this case, uh, him signing on the loan or or or, or you know sign, effectively guaranteeing the loan on our behalf and taking that risk off of our plate and onto his. Now mm-hmm. we already had a bunch of depreciation from other stuff coming in this year. We so we're it. like, I mean, yeah, we don't really need the depreciation on this one deal. So why not? Let's do mm-hmm. it. Actually in hindsight, it turned
0: out I did need a little bit. Yep. So that's I actually episode. got, I got a little bit burned in all yeah, this. because That's a trigger you know,
1: episode for you. That was a little triggered, but you know,
0: we tried to lead with value. That's one of our core <laughs> values. So that's what it is. <laughs> Anyways. So that was a very convoluted structure. Mm-hmm. Um, and what was interesting about the indemnification is that, I think we signed it only for two years. So it actually lapses. and like Yeah, there's an option. Year, there's an option to, to exercise yeah. it or for it to, to disappear um, so that he can get out of the deal or whatever. Um, so that's, that's a very convoluted way to execute what we did. And that was a result of the timeline, the syndication. Um, the very much easier way is just to do a joint venture. Mm-hmm. And as a joint venture, if it had just been me, Dan, and this other guy, then we can just funnel all of the depreciation in the deal to him. Yeah. And so if you're somebody who has like, maybe you're a real estate professional, you have a spouse, because this is how the conversation came up today. I was talking to somebody who has a wife who makes half a million dollars. He's like, well, I'm a real estate professional. I want to wipe out hers. I was like, you should be going to do because he was thinking about uh, being a passive investor in syndications. I was like, there's better ways to get depreciation than just that. Go do a joint venture with somebody, get all of the depreciation, because maybe they don't need it. Go find a partner that doesn't need it. And then use that to wash, wash out. So
1: Yeah, yeah, you could do like one or two deals like that a year that you're doing as a JV just for that depreciation, and then Mm -hmm. do a bunch of other LP stuff to actually make money on. Yeah, yeah,
0: and and you got to find the right operators, Mm -hmm. right people to partner with. We actually do a number of these. We don't talk about it a ton. Yeah, Um, not specifically for this purpose, but we do a lot of smaller JVs with our investors when they have 1031 money or just other reasons, like other nuances in their life that um, we can be flexible and come up with a solution. It's one of the great things about being a small scrappy company we can you know find a find a way to make the deal work
1: mm-hmm. yeah we have the time to do it too and the I desire mean, it's fun. Yeah, except for when anthony gets a tax bill yes
0: <laughs> anyways so that is how we saved one of our investors one of our friends uh, over two hundred thousand dollars in just period full stop in taxes mm-hmm. yeah it was pretty awesome felt good um it's a lot of work, though. A lot of work. I don't know if I would do it again. And <laughs> if you came to me in December, I'm probably not going to do it again for you guys. So yeah. Give me more time. Sh- figure that oh, out really. early. Yeah, come to us in August. Yeah. Maybe June. So that's going to do it for us, guys. If you got any value out of this, um, if you got a new game plan that you can go and hopefully save on some taxes, then you owe it to us. You owe us $200,000 or... I'll make you a special one-time offer. Go leave a review on iTunes, and we'll call it good. It's a pretty good deal. It's pretty, pretty good. Yeah. I'm not going to give that deal again. So go take me up on that. Go drop a review on iTunes. Let us know how much you love or hate the episode. <laughs> and we'll see you next week.